This Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by the Exitel NBN deal. Get Exitel NBN for 18 months and pay zero activation. Visit exitel.com.au or phone 13 39 38. Teaser C's apply. The Triple M Rush Hour. Tonight, Australia's batsmen dig in despite some early struggles in Adelaide. A summary shortly. ARL Commissioner John Grant pours petrol on rugby league's latest stoush. Jamie Sowell is here and Marika Korobetti's rugby debut gets mixed reviews. Welcome to the Rush Hour. Well, I can't believe it. You're here, Jamie. I, I, I know you did a show, I think, with Maroon last week, but this is the first time I've seen you in months. Welcome back to the country. Thank you very much, and it's great to be actually talking some NBA, NFL with you. <laughs> Yeah, because let's, no one else understands it. I talked last week to Maroon, and he was looking at me. Like well, let's do that off here because I don't think the audience is big enough for us. <laughs> oh, I'm happy to talk about NFL, the Dallas Cowboys, of course uh, you are. and the Bandwagon. back door covered by the Washington Redskins. But I think that's more we're more interested <laughs> in that rather than the audience. How you been? I've been very well, thank you. Yeah, I've, again, now you haven't porked up. I have. Well, not, I just got a loose shirt on, but not significantly. No, not yet. I'm playing some touch football with uh, the Wagga Vipers next weekend in State Cup at Port. So, trying to stay fit for that. But other than that, just uh, yeah, watching a lot of uh, NFL on Mondays and Red Zone <laughs> and stuff. I'm enjoying retirement. Okay. Uh, well, I'll, I will grill you on a couple of things a little bit later on. So, yep. uh, uh, look forward to that. But uh, let's talk a bit of cricket because uh, it's going Australia's way uh, in Adelaide. Um, well, before all that. Before that, before we get to a summary of today, it was a rough start. It's been a rough couple of weeks actually for James Sutherland, the boss of Cricket Australia. Yes. There's been also, you know, there's been some issues in cricket, and you know, with losing a series and um, pretty much stinking the house up, he's under the pressure. That's right, under, and you know, also you know, selectors are going, and you know, his job's under hasn't been, and and it's continued in that vein. This is what happened on ABC Radio today. The, the selection around the Indian tour, tour when there's a little bit of a break after that and I just swallowed a fly that was unlucky <laughs> take a moment or two okay? uh, I'm back I think Jared but that fly's gone down uh, the wrong hole you ever swallowed a fly Jamie? I think I have, but I don't know if it's ever gone down the, the right hole, hole let alone the wrong hole. I mean, James Sutherland, anything to take the pressure off your cricket team. He's <laughs> oh, <laughs> on the ABC. Uh, let's uh, look at today's action. Now, replying to South Africa's 259, Australia started none for 14 from 12 overs. Do you watch any of this last I do. night? Love the cricket. Geez, they did well, the uh, openers, Renshaw and Kawaja, just to survive. And progress is slow early on day two, thanks to some continued tight bowling. And then finally, the breakthrough. Renshaw, edge to the slips, was caught by a diving Dean Elgar. Now, did the ball hit the deck? Umpire said out, but let's have a look, he said. And there was some contentious re- replays, but the decision stuck. Renshaw gone. He's Channel 9's Ian Healy. To me, live and fast motion, I think that's out. Matt Renshaw was walking. It hits his right hand, scoops it up with the left hand. Did it touch the grass? Did some part of the ball touch the grass? Not even super, super slow-mo cameras can give us a definitive answer. So it, it probably is out. Okay, seems like the right decision. So in comes Warner at three after that debacle last night, which didn't allow him to open. Not even he could break it open as the bowling is strangulation-like. And Kyle Abbott finally tempts him to fish at one outside off stump, and he feathers it. Warner gone for 11, two for 37 off 22 overs. So they're digging in, but they're struggling. But then the fight, Usman Kawaja and Steve Smith, well, they did dig in. They gently upped the tempo. Two for 109 at lunch, and then the biggest moment of the second session, Steve Smith getting a thick edge uh, 
Dropped by Amlar, I think, Dropped Dan. by Amlar, yep. There was the leg spinner, and Amlar put one down. He's dropped three this series. He's had a horrible series. The he needs a bit of lolly on his, uh, on his hands. Self-appointed Dalai Lama, 53 runs for the series and three drop catches. Uh, and then just moments ago, Kawaja inside edge one, and it should have been bowled all but shade the leg stump. So the luck is going Australia's way. They are two for 173. Kawaja, 86. Smith, 59. And they trail by 86. So, unless they have another monumental collapse, oh, Jamie Sarah, they are going to be, they are going to have a nice lead here. The, the ball is not doing a hell of a lot. Maybe James Sutherland should swallow a fire more often, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that's the uh, state of play. Uh, as I said, Kawaja, 86. And Smith has looked great on 59. So, there we go. Love Steve Smith. I met him on another show, and uh, he's actually just a great gentleman, but... Tell you what, as a captain of Australia, he's done pretty well with some pretty lean times, I think, the last sort of 12 months. All right, there we go. So that is what's happening in the cricket. We're going to talk a bit of footy after this. It is the rush hour here on uh, Triple M, as we do it for Exitel NBN. Get Exitel NBN for 18 months and pay zero activation. Visit exitel.com.au or phone 13 39 38. I'll do that number again, 13 39 38. Exitel. Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by the Exitel NBN deal. Get Exitel NBN for 18 months and pay zero activation. Visit exitel.com.au or phone 133938. TCCs apply. The Triple M Rush Hour. Just as we go to the song and Australia's dominating, Steve Smith and Usman Kawaja have a uh, miscommunication. Smith gets himself run out for 59. Australia 3 for 174. Well, I've given him the mock. I've just read. He just pushed one off the spinner Shamsy to point, called for a single. Usman said, "No, go back." Steve tur- uh, Smith turns back. What do you think he's doing of his in the ground. dressing room, Dan? Like if me and you have a little bit of a tiff here, we go out and laugh about it. But I can't imagine Steve Smith walking in and going, "No worries, Usman, get you back next time." Well, let's think about this. So it's it's ten past six, and T this is Sydney not time, far away, forty minutes away. So he's got forty minutes to at least cool down. Whose <laughs> fault a... was it though? Was it Smith's or Usman's? Well, judging by Smith's reaction, not his. <laughs> Rush hour here on uh, Triple M, getting you through a Friday night uh, with Jamie Soward, along with Dan Ganane, as we do the show for Exitel uh, NBN. Now, uh, can I get your take? Now, this is a very complicated subject, and we probably complicated it a bit too much yesterday when we had Reedy on, and he did a good job explaining. But it is a very Difficult subject to try and comprehend in a short amount of time. But we've got 16 clubs upset with the hierarchy of the game. Mm-hmm. Players don't know how much they're going to get paid next year and beyond because the salary cap is yet to be determined. Yep. 16 clubs have called for the resignation of the ARL Commissioner John Grant. We'll play his response in a moment. You as a player, former player, well, player until, what, three months ago in, in, in the NRL, what's your take on it all? I think we're losing... We seem to be going two steps forward and one step back. I mean, we get all this amazing deal from TVs. We've got sponsorships. Uh, we spoke off air about state of origin. Every club seems to have major sponsors and all this. We've got all this money, but we're still arguing about where it's going and how it's going to end up. So as a player, you want it sorted out because you buy houses. I mean, people are having kids. This stuff all needs to be sorted out. So someone needs to take control of it sort it out, whether it's, uh, you know, Todd Greenberg or John Grant, and make a decision so that every club knows what they have to spend rather than 
like you said, clubs overspending and then going, well, we lost $5 million last year. Uh, here's what I haven't understood for a long time. Right, The game currently would make about $250 million of television money alone yep. right, with the new deal which kicked in last year. About two fifty, give or take. Yep. Then, as you said, you take in, say, origin ticket sales, which goes to uh, the game. Finals ticket sales, including the grand final. Then you've got uh, sponsorship. Telstra, they're paying a fee to have their name on the premiership. You've got... Um, players, actual players going to appearances. So you've got all that kind of sponsorship that they go to, their IP, as they call it. Uh, you've also got um, merchandise. Yep. When you pay $160 for a jersey, about half of that, I'm told, goes to licensing. Right. So that money is going to... And it's the same with most sports. It's it's around that money. So you've still got $80. Well, the, the game the, that goes to the game, which is then spread apparently among the 16 clubs. My point is the game would be bringing in, I don't know, $350, $400 million a year. Maybe I'm way off there. Where does it go? In terms of uh, uh, what the thing I've never understood, and this has happened for a hundred years, how do clubs overspend? So the money, the players deserve every penny they get. They're the ones putting on the show and taking the hits. Um, you know, uh, there's obviously administration issues for the NRL. They've got to pay for grassroots. They've got to pay for all these. So you said four hundred million. A well, year. it's a guess. Give I'm or probably take. Over give the or top. take. Give or take. That's $25 million for 16 clubs. Yeah, but I understand... Here's what I understand, that, okay, you can't just give that money to no, no, the clubs because no, you've got to pay for administration. You've got to pay those ads. Even if you had $10 million, there's $15 million from each other club. Is that... So that is... Uh, clubs are questioning, well, why aren't we getting a bigger... That's what they're, they're saying. Well, give us a bigger slice of the pie. players are demanding more. Right. But then, this is the part I've never understood... How are clubs... Clubs are always losing money. There is enough... Surely there is enough money in the game where the players can get paid a fair amount of money and the clubs could run at least at break-even. Now, either the clubs are not getting enough, and that's probably a fair point, and then second of all, and separate to that, is that what they are getting, they're overspending, or a lot of them are. Because the game in the last 20... See... The game's been going for 110 years, 1908 to 108 yeah. years, and really only in the last 15, 20 years has there been serious television money mm-hmm. where that would be enough to sustain, you would think, clubs. But not everyone's a Brisbane Broncos. You're not... I mean, we looked at the draw come out yesterday and you've got Brisbane play nine Thursday-Friday games in the first 10 weeks, whereas I think St George play five Sunday games. So you've got to have leagues clubs, the Brisbane leagues clubs bigger than the St George leagues club. Uh, all that kind of thing comes into balance. So the clubs, the leagues club that might be given Newcastle might only be able to say, we can only give you a million dollars this year. Brisbane might say, we can give you five million. But you know what, Jamie? It shouldn't. It surely shouldn't. the game should be sustaining itself where, we, where New South Wales clubs in particular shouldn't be relying on a leagues club grant to get them out. Either they're overspending with coaching and other things or they're just not getting enough money from the game. This is what John Grant said today when he was asked whether he was going to fall on his sword. You're not going to stand down? Why would I be standing down? I haven't I haven't received anything to indicate I should be. Do you, do you feel under pressure at all? This job's got pressure. You know, this is rugby league. So there's always pressure in this job. But that's what we love about it as well. You know, we love this game. You know, the commission's job is to look after the whole of the game. And that's where you get competing forces. I understand perfectly how clubs feel. You know, we own two clubs. We understand the pressures on clubs. John, do you, do you expect to survive 
for a while in his job? I expect to be here in five years, yes, I do, yeah. And, you know, I think our, the relationships I've got with the chairs, um, while, they've, while they've certainly suffered as a consequence of Wednesday, they've been very strong, you know, and these are good people in the main. And look, if there's not, there's a process defined by the Constitution, let's just let that roll. So what do you make of that? Oh, I've got no idea. <laughs> I've got no idea. I mean, seriously, we just divided up 400 million. I mean, we're just two blokes, Dan. We're on radio. We've just sorted out the NRL's oh, yeah, problems in about five minutes. <laughs> just give each club 10 million and move on. No, I don't know. Look, you got to compare that Brisbane have 55, 60,000 or whatever every week. You know, Newcastle don't have 55, 60,000 going to every game. They don't have the capacity for it. They might have the support, but they don't have it. So there's going to be some conjecture on who gets what. But at the moment... There's no clear direction, and as a fan and as a former player, and and you know yourself, we don't we don't care at the moment. We just want to see it. We want to hear no, about how our team's training. We want to hear about the draw and all about those the draw. things. We don't care about. I what's understand going on there. that it is a seri- you know it is possibly a combustible. Um, then the game needs to get together and sort situation. it out. At the moment, we're just getting our it's, name out there for no reason. Because here's what uh, the clubs were told: they were going to get 130 percent of the salary cap as their grant. So therefore, each year they'd get. The salary cap plus, plus another 30% to cover some of their costs. Right. And apparently now the league has, has said, no, we can't do that. that now, the, that's what the reports are suggesting. But mm. anyway, that's I think we've devoted enough time to this. I think we have too. Sports update coming up in a moment. It's the Rush Hour Triple M. This Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by the Exitel NBN deal. Get Exitel NBN for 18 months and pay zero activation. Visit exitel.com.au or phone 13 39 38. Teases is apply. The Triple M Rush Hour. Well, Nathan's just tweeted here uh, about the jerseys. Yep. Of 160 bucks, he says 60 goes to the retailer. 85 to the jersey manufacturer, $3 to the NRL, $12 to the club. To be fair, large portion of the 85 bucks goes back to the club as sponsorship revenue. Well, that would sort of... Wouldn't that claim that most of that is... It's still If $3, $12 are most of the 85, then that would be about half the money would go back, back into the game. Yep. So there we go. I don't, I don't know what point you're making there, Nathan. If half the money goes back into the game, that's what we're talking about. Um... You ever been in a celebrity death pool? No, but is that a TV show? I'm, I am. I don't know. I don't want to say it again, Dan. But it, I am looking for work. If it's a TV show, I'll take ja- it. Jamie, you, your desperation is coming through the speakers, <laughs> mate. Come on, mate. I, I love you, Dan. I, today, it's good to be back. I today <laughs> entered my first ever celebrity death pool. What is it? Go it on. is when there are a bunch of celebrity names, <laughs> and yes. the, you put in a certain amount and. <laughs> The first one to go, whoever's got their name, <laughs> collects. You, you're sick. You I are sick. I can't reveal who what, who's on it. It's not Mrs. Brady. <laughs> it's not Florence Henderson who we lost today. Oh, do you know damn. Greg Brady used to date her? <laughs> you would be you're surprised, Jamie. There are more celebrity death pools than you know about. You, you know about. Well, now I'm educated. Now you've educated everyone driving home. I'm not saying it's a noble thing. Imagine Joe Blow walks in tomorrow and goes, who wants to start a celebrity death pool? It would be far more popular because you've got to take in... Or if Christian Jansen put it up on his app. I don't think... No, it was sports bet. No, I, look, I think that's <laughs> that's going a step too far. They bet on everything there, don't they? you take on all these factors, sort of how hard one has lived their life, how old <laughs> they are. I'm telling you. 
If we <laughs> open the, we're not going to do it. But if we open the phones, I'm telling you, we would flood the lines. Well, Twitter's open, isn't like, it? Nathan, Nathan, tweet back in, Nathan. <laughs> who would oh, you take in a celebrity one? death pool? No, no, we like Nathan. Don't make him take. No, I'm saying who would he? Who would he pick? <laughs> Let's see if he's on the list. I can't reveal my name, but I like my chances. This is the Rush Hour <laughs> Triple M. Now on the Rush Hour. Oh, 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 oh. When commentators lose their <laughs> shit. And now Kevin Garnett has picked up the technical foul. And Kevin Garnett's been tossed out of the game. This is stupid. This is absolutely Rush hour. <laughs> Sounds like some rugby league commentary. No, it's all basketball. Kevin Garnett. Yeah, I understand Great that was Celtics. the NBA. I'm just saying the sort of loathing. Yeah. Oh, what confusion ripping about into, what the refs were doing? Ripping into commentary, ripping into referees. This is the. Geez, we played some good music the last couple of weeks. Well, we normally play good music. This is particularly good. Rush hour. Triple M Sports Update next. This Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by the Exitel NBN deal. Get Exitel NBN for 18 months and pay zero activation. Visit exitel.com.au or phone 13 39 38. Jesus is apply. The Triple M Rush Hour. Now, away from the Adelaide test, Faf Duplessis will appeal his guilty ball tampering finding. The ICC has taken the unusual step of publicly announcing they're disappointed. Doesn't that taint the case? <laughs> it is his right to appeal. Uh, a better day for Adam Scott and Mark Leishman, uh, Leishman at the World Cup of Golf, but they're fallen further behind. The pair put together a 6-under-66 in the best ball format. That's where the two play separately, and then the best score on that hole counts as the team score. The problem is Denmark's pair shot a 60, so that puts the Australians 10 back going into the weekend. The Raiders have revealed Jordan Rapana is still in the UK because he picked up a fractured cheekbone in the Four Nations final. It is not expected to delay the start of his pre-season. Do you ever get a fractured cheekbone? I'm not that tough, Dan. <laughs> okay, and Marika <laughs> Corabetti's rugby debut has reportedly been underwhelming. He was part of the Wallabies touring side that lost to a French Barbarians team 19-11. Uh, he was supposedly largely unsighted. He did a couple of nice things, but there were mistakes as well. The Wallabies Island test on Sunday morning, the fourth leg of this uh, tour, 4.30 Sydney, 3.30 a.m. Brisbane. So he came off the back of an NRL season, went and straight, went and played for the Wallabies, and he was underwhelming. Jeez, it's hard. He didn't even play Super 14s or Super 15s. He went straight into the Wallabies no, side. No, but there were, bad, there were suggestions that if he set the world on fire, he might be... Uh, fast-forwarded into oh, the into give the him test some line. time. Give the poor fella some time. I mean, he hasn't <laughs> even played a Super 15. I'm so only going by the straight. report. Don't attack me. I'm only going by the reports. I'm attacking everyone out there. Come that on. was a sports update for <laughs> ABL Thailand Bathroom Centre. This is the Rush Hour here on Triple M. This Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by the Exitel NBN deal. Get Exitel NBN for 18 months and pay zero activation. Visit exitel.com.au or phone 13 39 38. Jesus is apply. The Triple M Rush Hour. Triple M Rush Hour for Exitel NBN. Jamie Soward here with Dan. Now, apologies if, I've asked, if I ask you questions here that are similar to uh, Maroon when you were on with him last week, but I missed that show, so... Uh, are you happy you're back in Australia? Very happy I'm back, settling down with my beautiful fiance Maddie, and now we're just getting around and doing a little bit here and there. Obviously, working with you today is, is obviously uh, one of those things. But uh, did you enjoy England? Mm, no, 
Okay. I didn't. Being honest, no, I didn't. Not as much as I did last time. So you went over, who'd you play for? I played for the London Broncos again. Okay. I think last time I came back with this, or I went over there with the security of, I'm coming back to Penrith, a strong organisation. This time I went over there, I didn't know what my future held. I had offers here and there and nothing sort of was good enough to be concrete and go over there. So I thought, uh, I enjoy the media side of things. I enjoy these kinds of shows. I mm. want to sort of expand on that. So I came back, made a decision, and now I'm doing this. I only saw you play one game. It was must have been late on a Friday or a Saturday night or something here. And uh, you were the man of the match, but there were 500 people in the ground. Mm. And it didn't look like the most... It didn't, it didn't sound like a great atmosphere. And that was obviously one of the good days that you were man of the match. So it must be hard when you go over there. What was for eight games or ten games or something? Yeah, eight games. I went over there with the... Obviously, a projection of trying to get uh, London back into the Super League, uh, which we played a Super League side, but uh, in Salford that day. But look, I just think that the the Super League, and we saw it in the Four Nations just quickly. The Super League, I think, is ten years behind the NRL, and mm. the the comp lower than the Super League is probably twenty years behind the NRL. So that's why you're finding when Australia go over there, they dominate because why is that? Well, the Super League players just aren't good enough, Dan. To be honest, but they do they train hard enough? To... I, don't, I don't know. And you saw in Wayne Bennett's presses, a lot of them were—they're just not good enough. They don't play the consistent footy in week in week out against quality opposition like we do in the NRL mm. to be able to match up against the NRL players. Now, can I reveal what you told me about twenty minutes ago about another sport? Oh, you told me. Yeah, rugby, I told you a lot. You almost became—I didn't know this. You almost oh. became a rugby player. Yeah, I tried for the Waratahs in two thousand seven. I didn't know this. And yeah. where did they want you to play? Uh, inside centre was the... Why wouldn't they look at you and go, that's a fly half? <sighs> or a fullback. I mean, I don't like tackling. Everyone no, knows I that. <laughs> I would have done fullback quite easily. Because you can kick and you can organise. Well, I have been alleged to be able to kick and organise, but yes. Inside centre wasn't my Don't go. be modest, Jamie. It doesn't <laughs> suit you to be modest. <laughs> anyway, it's good to have you back here. Oh, we've got to take a quick break here. It's the Rush Hour on Triple M. This Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by the Exitel NBN deal. Get Exitel NBN for 18 months and pay zero activation. Visit exitel.com.au or phone 13 39 38. Tease and C's apply. The Triple M Rush Hour. Sports update. If you missed it from earlier, ARL Commissioner John Grant will not resign despite the 16 clubs calling for his head. In the A-League tonight, it's a good one. Wanderers and Raw at Spotless. Go on, you Wanderers. <laughs> the Go on, N- boys. In the NBL, the Sydney Kings are south of the border to take on Melbourne United. Was it, didn't they just play them? Uh, the Bullets went down last night. Uh, it is AFL Draft Night, and Jensen Button has announced this weekend's Abu Dhabi GP will be his last. Great career. He was world champ uh, in 2009 and won a total of 15 races. I thought he would have won more, but a great career from Jensen. Good work from Jensen Button. And uh, obviously the uh, title is decided... Um, this week between Rosberg and Hamilton. That is a sports update. Christian Jansen from sportsbet.com.au is going to join us after this. It's the Rush Hour on Triple M. This Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by the Exitel NBN deal. Get Exitel NBN for 18 months and pay zero activation. Visit exitel.com.au or phone 13 39 38. T's and C's apply. The Triple M Rush Hour. Triple M, this is the uh, Rush Hour just about done. Uh, some news coming through here. Chris Grevesmore has been officially granted a release by the Panthers. So that had been reported today that that was a possibility. Uh, Chris Grevesmore here. I'll just try and read this release. Penrith Panthers can confirm Chris Grevesmore has been granted an immediate release with the club in order to deal with per- issues of a personal nature. Uh, the club had agreed to give 
has agreed to the release on compassionate grounds to give Griswold time away from the game that he requires. He played 14 games for the Panthers and, of course, uh, played for South Sydney um, for the uh, previous couple of years before that. So we wish uh, Chris Griswold all the best. And for our Sydney audience, we're getting all sorts of reports, some awful uh, delays in the northwest uh, with uh, traffic lights blacked out. And um, uh, we don't have any more details here, but uh, obviously... Um, if you're wondering why is traffic worse than normal, well, that would explain it. Christian Jansen from sportsbet.com.au is on the line. Christian, as we say hello to you, we've got a big racing weekend again. Uh, I know there's racing on tonight. Uh, we've got the winter bottom stakes on as well. Yeah, so that's tomorrow night, our time, guys, in Perth. Big race. Nice. Now, Malaguera and Terra Vista, they've been trading favouritism all day long. We've got Malaguera at 340, Terra Vista at 360. I reckon one of those two will take it out. But the local hope, Rock Magic, is in with a shot. Takedown's a good Sydney horse. Each way odds at $9 as well. But tonight we've got some great racing at Canterbury Park. Night racing at this time of the year. It's, it's a great night out. And i tell you what, the money's coming, and there's a big tip for one in race four coming up. Canterbury race four, number nine, Exelair. It's about five fifty-six dollars mm-hmm. to get on. If you want to follow the money, that's the way to go tonight. Okay, so there are people that they have that attitude. Uh, they don't care about the odds. They just follow where the money's going. So there we go at uh, Canterbury A League. Jamie's Western yes. Sydney Wanderers. Come on, the boys against the. Hang uh, on, who do you love more, Jamie? The Wanderers or the Sydney Kings? Both exactly the same. Can't, they can't. That's a. It's different sports, then. The different sports. I'm at the Spotless Stadium tonight. Christian, how are my boys lining up against the Brisbane Raw? Sally, they look pretty good, according to the market. Their favourites are 250 Now, that's no mean feat. Brisbane are a good side, but they're $2.70, so nothing in it. Look, maybe the draw's a chance. They're two evenly matched teams. You get 350 for that. But they're going Wanderers 2-1. Well, that'd be a good game, wouldn't it? Three goals. It's paying $9. Kerem Bullitt, $7 for first goal, and... Uh, the superstar, Brendan Santalab, at $8 there. Well, he's due, Bullet, if he scores, that they'll give it to him after what happened last week. <laughs> yeah. now, now, hang on, are you going to that game? I'm going straight from Mate, here. It's all in less than an hour. That's How do you think you're going to get through Sydney traffic? That, that's fine, mate. I'm an ambassador, so they rushed me through the car park <laughs> and straight up to the private box. The end of the, no, I'm not talking, I'm talking about getting from our studio to spotless. Mate, it'll take us about 25 minutes. Half time, please. Uh, the NRL draw released, of course. Now, has this impacted where people have been putting their money? Yeah, look, well, you can you can say some teams have got an easier draw, some don't. But we're saying it's going to be the most even competition ever because equal favourites, right? Melbourne Storm and North Queensland at eight dollars, yeah. but just one dollar behind them. We've got three teams: the Broncos, the Panthers, and the Raiders. And I can tell you, no no team's been better back than Canberra since we opened the market just after full time grand final night. So the Sharkies to go back to back. We know how tough it is. They're at $13 along with the Warriors, who well, we always wrap at this time of year, and the Roosters expected to improve sharply at $13 as well. That is a very... I've never seen a market like that before. So there oh. we go, sportsbet.com. You can bet on round one if you like. The odds are there. Sounds like the nines market, I think. Is, is he read the wrong market yeah. there? That's the NRL grand final. Just Don't going off the draw. Is that what you do? I'm usually at pre-season training. Is that what you do? You just bet on the season ahead? Yeah, why not? It's a good oh, time wow. to get a good price. You can bet on the nines too. I think the Warriors... Four dollar favourites in that one. Once again, they're always favourites for the nines, aren't they? Don't question Sportsbet's business oh, practices, I'm just Jamie. Him a bit of extra plug, Dan. There's uh, Sportsbet.com.au. Uh, you've got their new racing form, which we've been talking about for a while. The animated speed maps, the runner comments. You've got expert tips. Go to see your best bets. Please gamble responsibly. Thanks, Christian. Thanks, guys. Fire up that chopper for Sour. Get him out to the Wanderers game. <laughs> we are just about done. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you. Have a good weekend. I will. If I don't see you next week, have a great Christmas and a happy new year, and we will definitely see you on Triple M in 2017. Thanks, mate. You too. we got to go. Ugly Phil next. Hey,
This Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by the Exitel NBN deal. Get Exitel NBN for 18 months and pay zero activation. Visit exitel.com.au or phone 13 39 38. Jesus is apply. The Triple M Rush Hour.